Hot Sauce Podcast. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm FF Larry Monkey on Twitter, and you can find my partner in crime, the Mississippi Hippie. He's running around with his pants around his ankles with that trophy, the Georgia Bulldog himself. Mr. Justin Rogers, what's up, my man? You damn right. I've been streaking through the neighborhood since last night. I, I started streaking about middle of the second quarter because that game was over. Uh, that shit got ugly so quick. It was great. Is that what you wanted, though? Do you want to no. blow out? No, it wasn't. Not that bad. Not that bad. I'll be yeah. honest with you. Like By the middle of the second quarter, I was like feet propped up. No, the game just wasn't that interesting. You know? Yeah. Like, even for a Georgia fan, I wanted something out of it. It gave me nothing. It was, like, anticlimactic. The week before, you know, I'm on the edge of my seat with Ohio State. Right. Yeah. You know, they got the comeback going, and then there's this huge celebration. Last night, it's like, okay, high five the wife. Okay, they won. You know, okay, that's it. Cool. You know, you can't – like, I mean, I was literally, like, trying not to wake up the kids last week when I was running around hooping and hollering. Right. Right, right. So it's just it's different, you know. When you don't have, we don't have that big finish. It just feels weird. Yeah, it's like that. It's how those uh, all those Super Bowls back in the day used to be. So it was always a, some kind of a blowout, and you get all hyped up for this big game, and it's just like, oh, you just, it just doesn't. No one cares yeah. after like the first half. But hey, man. So yeah, it's, it's two years in a row for Georgia. Back to back, baby. Back to back. First time in college football playoff history. So uh, they were joking around on the radio today up in these parts about uh, Stetson Bennett and how he, he's older than like half of the quarterbacks in the yeah. NFL right now. Yeah, there's like five playoff quarterbacks that are younger than him. Yeah, he's an old timer, huh? So old Stetson Bennett. He is old. There's no doubt about that. He is old. A pro, he's not a pro quarterback, right? Uh, I think he's going to get taken like the fourth or fifth round. Is he draftable this year? Yeah, yeah, he's go- he's out of eligibility. <laughs> so he's he's got no choice but to leave. They they're like, okay, they've thrown the hook out on him. You know, he's on the stage and they're just hooking him, pulling him off. We got a big announcement. We do have a big announcement. Larry's been busy this week. Two thousand twenty-three. What I think you it's been time. working on, Larry? We're gonna launch a Patreon. Oh, Colin's excited about that. And um, I don't know, man. I really would like to get into all of the ins and outs, but this dude is wrestling me, man. Well, let's just say, okay, so we're going to have a couple tiers. The Patreon link is already on our, our Twitter, in our Twitter bio. It's already right. there. Oh, it's on my, twi- my Twitter bio as well, FF Larry Monkey. Oh, Colin's not a fan up. of the Patreon page. He's not. <laughs> yeah, you know why? Because he knows that you're now going to be spending more time talking fantasy football. Instead of hanging out with him, that's what it is. He's upset about that. Oh boy! So last night for Georgia, who is who's like your main your main guy coming out of that the class now? Is oh, there anyone? Carter. Jalen Carter is going to be a top three or four pick. Well, that's like an ADP uh, IDP guy. IDP right? guy, yeah. yeah. Um, McIntosh is going to be a third rounder probably. He's quick and he's got size. Oh. So, like he's six one two ten is what he's listed at. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. I wonder what his estimated 40 is. He's going to be one of those guys. Like, you watch him explode through the line last night. You're just like, okay, he's got juice. So, they're saying 4-4-ish. Yeah. He is going to be probably – I think he'll end up being, like, the eighth or ninth running back off the board this year. You know, Blake Corum is returning, so that's one guy off of – off of the uh, list there. So McIntosh has the the pass catching chops. Well, you know, basically everybody at Georgia, they somewhat use them in the pass game, but not really. So it's like, okay, can he catch? We think so, but, you know, it's like James Cook has like 22 targets or something like that or 22 catches. He's a great pass catching back. Well, it's just because you don't, like, you don't actually see him getting a ton of work. Yeah, I mean, and I'm going by the Dynasty uh, League football rankings. Uh, gotcha. Where they have the rookies, the 23 rookies are the, the rookie rankings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So those are updated, and there's Kenny McIntosh. I think he's a third rounder probably. Fourth at the latest. 
Pro Football Network has him at number 12. He's going to be right in that range where, you know, 8 to 12, somewhere in there, depending on who declares and who doesn't. I'm not even sure who has and hasn't, except that I saw that Corum is going back. So, yeah, I mean, in, in Dynasty Nerds has him as the running back 10. Yeah. This year. There's something there. And you did say that Debbie Kane, Kane Fossil, he is mm. at Debbie underscore Kane. So, yeah, you mentioned him. He's the um, Debbie Marketplace guy. You uh, you mentioned him last week, and you heard him mention that he likes like a dozen running backs in this class, right? The yeah, he, he, I think he said like 13 to 15 running backs something. So that's interesting. So McIntosh is 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 in that ten to fifteen range. So he might be like maybe like a Rashad White type of guy. Yeah, that's a, that's actually a really good comp. Is Rashad right. White cool? You know, athletic enough, um, got the size. I mean, six foot plus and well over two hundred pounds. You know, he's not he's not skirting that one ninety five range. Yeah, right situation. Good backup heading into the year who one injury away from being a guy, you know? There's been some quarterbacks that have a history of being shit, and they had they all had great years. My question to you is... See, I want to clarify something with you, because you said great year, and then one of these guys did not have a great year. You just said his name. <laughs> Danny Dimes didn't have a great year? No. Sure he did. He had 15 passing touchdowns and five interceptions. 3,200 yards. In 16 games. He didn't have a great year. He was meh. Whatever. His thing was 708 yards rushing. And seven touchdowns. But He was a QB, QB1. What are you talking about? I don't know that I would classify that as a great year though. He's this like the seventh overall uh, quarterback. He was he's the ninth overall quarterback, which is right, true. I'm, I'm going by one of our leagues that we're in. Oh I well, guess I, I guess I should go to fantasy pros, right? Well, yeah, because I don't know what kind of weird scoring. Nobody knows what kind of weird scoring we're looking at. That's kind of the the, the standard. Um, it just didn't feel. I I know he like his whole thing is carried by 700 rushing yards and seven touchdowns. Does that feel Dude, like that's a big deal, man? Seven hundred yeah, rushing yards. What I'm saying is, does that feel like it's replicable, or is that an outlier? And I can't believe I'm defending Danny Dimes. Yeah, this is really weird. <laughs> but I still, can't man, believe you're doing Seven hundred rushing yards is yeah. But is it replicable? Bad. Is it replicable? Is it something he can do again? Because he had two seventy nine, four twenty three, and two ninety eight in his first three years. That he blows up for seven hundred eight yards. He. Is like Josh Allen light. He's really light. He's Josh Allen light. I mean, he he ran a lot more than Josh Allen did. He got sacked a bunch. Took 44 sacks. But, dude, 700 yards and seven touchdowns. That's no I joke. know. I just don't know that I want to trust it. Like, we could talk about these other guys. He didn't run more than Josh Allen. Josh Allen had 762 yards and seven touchdowns. Uh, we could talk about all these other guys. And the one thing I'll say about it is I think that those guys could be something similar next year. I don't know that Daniel Jones is going to do that again. You think I this mean, was a career year for Danny Dimes? This is an outlier rushing year, in my it's opinion. First year with the former Bills coach, Brian right. Dayball, who yep. kind of worked with Josh Allen. Brought that mentality to Danny Dimes. Did you hear they're trying to sign him to an extension? They're just trying to figure out if it's going to be three or four years. I cannot wait for them to do that. And then just the bottom falls out on them. Geno Smith. Fucking Geno Smith, man. QB6 on the season. That's insane. 4,000 yards passing, 315 yards rushing. I mean, he was more of a pocket guy. Ran when he had to. He's always been an athletic guy. Well, he's had a nice arm, a 70% completion percentage. I led the league. Yeah. And it wasn't like it was just a bunch of dump-offs. Set the record. He said he set the Seattle Seahawks passing record. Yeah. I mean, he had an extra game to do it, but you know, still. Like, you'd expect him to be back. Yeah, I think so. I think so. It, he kind of slowed down in the, set, in the last four games. He had, you know, five touchdowns and three mm -hmm. interceptions. So, you know, averaged like 208 yards or something like that. So it wasn't great. 
But at the same time, like they made the playoffs. 30 total mm-hmm. touchdowns, only nine picks. That's good. Pretty- you know, he protected the ball. So are you upset that you traded away Gino for a second? No. No, I'm fine with it. Yeah, me too. And I acquired him in another league. I acquired him in DTHQ, but no, I don't. I'm, a second is all he's ever going to be worth. Unless you're in a league with John Hogue and he signs a contract and all of a sudden you're going to wait for him. You know, John Hogue's whole thing, if they're a starting QB, they're worth a first. Yeah, well, he's the super, super mm-hmm. flex dude yeah the super flex dude that's right so gino danny dimes like i still don't want either of these guys okay let's go to the next name on your list here okay let's do that jared goff we've talked about him all season jared goff brings your cat to tears whenever we talk about him the cat starts howling yeah where's where's the cat right now yeah i don't know what the hell she's doing she's running around jared goff i'm trying to get your cat all hot and bothered now Jared Goff. Yeah. yeah, you got her up and moving. Nice. Um, he finished as QB one. I mean, he 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 dropped off a little bit and then just came back on strong at the end. The yeah, similar similar season to to Gino. I mean, he doesn't run at all. But uh, in terms of yardage and lack of interceptions, only seven picks. Yeah, he took care of the ball, and you're right. He did finish finish the season off strong, which is good. There's my dog. Rice. Tap dancing. Yeah. Sucks that they didn't make the, make the playoffs. That would have been fun to see Detroit in the playoffs. Goff threw, I mean, he threw three touchdowns in three of his last four games. Yeah. I mean, it's nuts. Nice. Nuts. And he was on the road. Jared Goff is notorious for being terrible on the road. A free agent after 2024. He's got two more years under contract. Yeah. Those three guys are kind of very similar in the same boat. I guess you could say so. Uh, well, the Danny Dimes has. No, I think I think golf is ahead of them yeah. because he's done it before. Golf right? has been to a Super Bowl and lost. Right, right. But he's had great seasons before. You know, he yeah. threw thirty-two touchdowns and twelve interceptions. His third year, his second year, he had twenty-eight touchdowns, seven interceptions. Like he's been good before. But you were never running out trying to get your hands on Jared Goff. I think after he went thirty-two and twelve, a lot of people were. Well, he had that first season that was like it was awful. It was like Zach Wilson lost out there, right? Yeah, even, though Zach, think, even though Zach Wilson's in his second season, right? Right. Yeah, <laughs> he had a season like Zach Wilson had both seasons. Right. Yeah. Sean McVay hits on the scene, and then all of a sudden, Jared Goff blows up. Yeah, I think we can blame uh, Jeff Fisher. We can. Oh yeah, him. Jeff Fisher. I mean, do, I don't even know. Do we include this guy? Tua has never done much, and then all of a sudden, he lights things up for half a season, and then all of a sudden, he just gets concussed like over and over and over again <laughs> to the point where. Do you want any part of Tua? I mean, you're a Tua guy. Do you want any part of this guy with all yeah. the head stuff? Yeah. You know, remember a couple of years ago when we were like, you know, you got to avoid Brandon Cooks, one more concussion and he's right. done, blah, blah, blah. And here he is now. He's like playing and being fine. He played 13 games. So what? Well, Tua played 13 games. He should have only played half the season. Tua had 25 <laughs> touchdowns and eight picks. And 3,500 yards, and he played 13 games. Yeah. And, and one of those games, he missed most of the game. QB 15 on the season, 3,500 yards, 25 touchdowns. Yeah. Again, he's not a rushing quarterback. But he, he does have Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. And so. only eight, eight picks, yes. And he, he had uh, help with two of the best receivers in the league. And He also had one of the highest A dots that – like the completed air yards and whatnot, it was crazy. He was very good with that. So if you're ranking these guys, you got the young guy that blew up, but uh, has a concussion asterisk next to his name. You got Goff, who's been there and done that, but he's Jared Goff. And then you have mm-hmm. these other guys. And Danny Dimes has been on the same team, but he's been Danny Dimes and Gino. These guys all had tremendous seasons. What are you doing with any of these guys? Okay, let me give you one more stat. If you had to rank um, them, if you want, yeah, then then let me get your ranks on these these. Yeah. Okay. So Josh Allen was number two in completed completed air yards per completion. He was number two in per attempt as well. He had four point seven yards per attempt, seven point five yards per completion. That's depth of tar- depth of throw, basically. The number one quarterback, five point seven yards per attempt, so a full yard of completed air yards per attempt more 
and 8.8 per completion, 1.3 yards more. He wasn't dinking and dunking. He, we can say he had help, but he also just decided, decided to start chucking it. Who? Tua. Oh, dude, yeah, we all watched it. Come on, he was throwing. Yeah, but you still hear people say, "Well, he did was just dump it off, and all the and the wide receivers did all the work." It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, not if you watched him. Yeah, yeah if you watched exactly. him, he was, yeah, he was chucking it. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. So if I'm ranking him, I got Tua as a as a tier by himself. And I got Goff, and maybe Gino, <laughs> and then Danny. It's like a blurred tier there. Where there's, I don't think Goff and Danny are in the same tier, but I don't know where to put Gino. Like it's like it's like black, white, and gray, and he's just like in the middle there. It's like a blend. All right, yeah, I guess I guess we'll take Tua out of this discussion. It's just but, it's a different tier. He's he's a guy that looked a lot better than the other three. So who do you want as your if, if you had to choose these three guys, who do you want as your QB two? I want Goff. Yeah. I think he's earned himself some job security. He's not old. I mean you're talking about what, like a twenty eight year old or something. Yeah. Just turned twenty eight in October. And he's got the pedigree. He's got the draft capital. Not with the team he's with. But yeah. think, is that but, capital but, does that capital count anymore once you're on your next team? Well if it didn't he wouldn't be starting anymore. I mean, he was the number one overall pick. Right. If he wasn't the number one overall pick, he wouldn't be starting right now. He'd be a backup, you know, but he was, and so he gets more chances. And they're he playing does. in a dome, which is good for him. Good for us that he plays in a dome. Right. But, I mean, he's much better indoors than outdoors because he's got small hands, if you recall. Did you know that? No. Small-handed guy? I didn't Here know. It's been so long since he got drafted that I have, I couldn't remember any of that. Yes. But I don't want to. Uh, I'm afraid that he's going to get hit one more time. That's it for him. I'm going Goff. I'll probably go Goff, Tua, Dimes, and really? Gino. Yeah, I'll put Dimes wow. over Gino just because I love that the rushing upside. Yeah. And if he's in the first year of that Dable system and this is what, what we're getting out of him with just one one season with a new coach, uh, I think it, we haven't seen the best of maybe Danny Dimes. I mean, he hasn't – and everyone – I mean, I guess everyone knows this. He had no receivers. He had he no receivers. Have, he didn't have receivers. That's that's true. At all. He didn't have but, a DK Metcalf or Amon St. Brown or Tyree Kill and Waddle. Right. Tyler Lockett. Rich, was Richie Slayton. James. Pettis was on the Bears. Richie James? Yeah, he had Slayton and <laughs> I Richie get those James. two guys mixed hey, up. Look, let me tell you something. Richie James, hold on. That dude was awesome. <laughs> Second half of the season. I'm pulling up his shit because, my goodness. That's like the sleeper of the year right there. Richie James. His yeah. – oh, my goodness. It was too hot and cold. Richie James was too hot and cold. It wasn't for the second half of the season. For the second half of the season, he was – all right. So, you had three for 48 and a touchdown. Five when? for 40. When? Five for 40, hold on. What, what are you talking what? about? Richie you giving, James. You giving the whole season stat? No, since week 11. Okay. Three for 48 and a tutty. Five for 41 and a touchdown. Three for 20. So, down week. Seven for 61 and a touchdown, four for 42, eight for 90, and seven for 76 and a touchdown. Holy crap, man. Uh, why and then he didn't play in week 17. He didn't have a single snap in week 17. He rested. 70 so cars. from week 11 to 17, I'm going to pull this on. Wide receiver 12. Wide receiver 12 from for weeks what? 11 through 17. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's amazing. That's a great stat. 14, that's, when, that's when you want him. I know. He was great. I mean, he was good for you all the way through the championship. Solid, you know. For a guy like I had him on H on my HQ team. I needed a wide receiver starter and he was my guy in the second wow. half. Just plugged him and played and didn't didn't regret it at all. I think I um, drafted Richie James in the Dynasty Trades HQ league. For the year, let's see what he actually ended up. I'm gonna have to search his name because I know he's not on the page, Richie. For the year, he was wide receiver 50. He had 132.5. He had 98 of those in, the, in those seven weeks or whatever. I drafted Richie James in the 19th round, the 290th pick uh, in the Dynasty Trades HQ startup draft. Yeah, I don't think we're going to see much more of Richie James, but it was a nice little run this year. Fun times. <laughs> and, you know, he didn't well, – yeah, 27 years old so 
a little late to be breaking out. He was a seventh round pick for the uh, Niners. Yeah, I don't think we're going to see much uh, staying power there. Yeah. So, all right, that was fun. Well, you know, we touched on like we a couple a uh, couple like sample sizes, small sample sizes that we can, and I think we do. We both agree that Richie James is not going to be able to repeat that sample size. No, Richie James. I mean, yeah. if you can get a, a third for him, I'd be okay right. with that. Yeah, right, right. Okay, so I got a question about another guy who has who had an incredible late season sample size um, from week thirteen to eighteen. We're talking about the wide receiver six on the se- on that in that period of time. Does this does this guy happen to wear a Star of David necklace around his neck? I don't know what he wears around his neck. Well, then, well, that's what he wears. Could have seen. Speaking of obscure shit. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, 18 and a half points. 111 <laughs> points in that time period. I'm just skipping. I don't even know what. I don't know what color his socks are, Larry. I'm not sure, I'm not sure if he wears a jock or traditional underwear or what his what his. Uh, attire is. I'm sure they make. I'm sure jock straps, huh? I mean, that they must be. I mean, I haven't been in a position to have to wear a jock strap quite some time. I mean, they must make them. I'm sure they make them a lot more like sophisticated. Yeah, because what when I used to have to wear one, that shit was terrible. I think it was like cutting into you, and like uh, uh, it's a cup. Just nothing felt good about a jock strap. No, hey, I, a you know when you know. Of course, I recently had my vasectomy. And I was looking up what I should wear. And they were like, you could wear, you know, tight underwear or jock strap. And I was like, oh, man, those jock straps look a lot more comfortable. And I just don't, I'm not going there. I end up wearing running shorts under my clothes a lot of times. Because those really, you know, do their job. Hmm. But we are talking about Denver Broncos wide receiver Jerry Judy. What a finish Ooh. to the season. What a finish to that yeah. last week for anybody who needed him and played him. Yeah, uh, Jerry Judy. I mean, he, uh, he he probably wasn't on too many winning rosters because, I mean, unless no. maybe, maybe in redraft leagues or charity leagues, for folks that maybe have picked him up off waivers or something. But I can't imagine too many winning rosters having him going just because he kind of. He didn't do anybody any favors in week 17. He had 3.8 points, so he wasn't on very many winning rosters anyway because he had a rough week that one. But he had uh, he was the wide receiver one in week 14. He was the wide receiver three in week 18. He had some. He had a big finish to the season. Tons of targets. We were talking about this, so I pulled it up and extrapolated some. I'm throwing out the game where he played one snap or whatever it was, two snaps, three snaps, got hurt against Tennessee. I'm throwing that game out. So, throw it out. Throw it out. Throw it out. He, threw, he played 14 games. And he went 67. He went 100 targets, 67 for 972 and six. In a 17 game season, that's 81, 1180, and seven. 81, 1180, and seven. 81 catches. 81. Hold on. Let's see what 1180. So 241, he would have been wide receiver 12, wide receiver 13 for the season had he played every game and kept that same pace. Now, if you look at what he did over the last six games and you extrapolate that, that's 128 targets. 86 catches, 1,246 yards, and eight touchdowns. So even a little bit better. He had a, such a big finish to the season. That, I mean, not that his first half was awful, but that certainly helped. So he had like a Richie James-like finish to the season? Yeah, he had like a Richie James-plus finish to the season. <laughs> as wide receiver six. I think there's that's my biggest buy of the offseason. I sent out a bunch of offers today. I'm going to try and keep on sneaking them on the rosters. What would you pay for uh, Jerry Judy? Well, I tried Traylon Burks for Jerry Judy in the third. Jerry Judy in the third. Nice. I tried to like squeeze a little bit extra. Outhouse sure. said he has he has Judy over Traylon Burks now. Oh, well, that's fine. Does he? Well, hmm, interesting. Well, Jerry Judy is not Jewish, but surprisingly, he does wear a Star of David necklace. His reasoning for for the necklace is related to his nickname of Jew. Yeah, he's uh, he he explained this at the combine that because some people call him Jew because of his last name, he had a uh, he's not Jewish, but he had a, a jeweler make up that necklace for him. Interesting. Yeah. Well, see, this is what you come to the Hot Sauce Podcast for, for the tidbits <laughs> like that. He is not Jewish, but he does like his nickname, Jew. Yes. There you uh, go. He doesn't mean to be, he don't mean no disrespect to the Jewish people. I'm sorry to the people who take my chain offensive, he explained on Twitter. How much weight do you put into the small sample sizes? Like six, eight game sample sizes. Are you 
are you banking on that for next year? Or are you saying no? That I'm not. I want the whole the whole season's information and no care. Coming out, it was like Jerry Judy and CeeDee Lamb, you know? So he's yeah. – I like the small sample size. I mean, again, it's like a grain of salt. It's like like the Nick Saban thing with uh, sure. with Hackett in, in Denver. So you don't really know what, what we're going to get in the next season. But I don't see – I mean, if, if somebody's selling him low, I'm, t- I'm, I'm buying. Why not? Yeah. So what are you paying for him? Would you Would pay you? the 112 for him going back to last week's conversation? I don't think I would pay the one. No, I'm not paying the one twelve for Jerry Judy. I'd pay Are you? Well, you would. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather have the freedom to see what the draft, how the draft unfolds. You know, yeah. the freedom to take a running back if one falls or or whatever receiver might might go down there. But yeah, I don't know. I offered the one sixteen to old school. Let's see how he responds to that. I offered my uh, McNanny, the champion of the HQ one league. I have his first, so I yeah. sent that over to old school to see if he would he would bite. Doesn't look like he did. Oh no, I still have it out, still sitting out there. That might sit for a while. Hmm. But uh, yeah, on, so there you go. So I'd give so I'd give an early second, early to mid second for Jerry Judy easily. Yeah, that's not going to get done, I don't think. 112, I guess probably what he's worth. He's probably worth the 112. I mean, he was wide receiver 20 this year. Uh-oh. I don't know. A mid-wide receiver 2. I think he's worth a late first. And he's, what, 24 years old or about to be 24 years old. He's 23 right now, I think. I'd pay I'd pay a little bit more than you, apparently. Of course, I've always been a Jerry Judy guy, so that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, Jerry Judy or DJ Moore. I actually am trying to make a deal like that. I offered uh, Goat Dynasty in the Hot Sauce League, DJ Moore in a 2023 fifth for Jerry Judy in a 2024 fourth. Those are thirds and fourths. So just to see if I could get anything going. And he rejected it. I offered Michael Pittman for Jerry Judy in a third in another league, a late third. You know, I'm just trying to squeeze a little bit on top. But I would, if someone straight up said Michael Pittman or Jerry Judy, I would take Jerry Judy. Same thing with DJ Moore. I'd take Jerry Judy. Ah, oh, man. I think I like DJ Moore a little better than Jerry Judy. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. I guess they're splitting hairs with these with these yeah. guys. They're all the same tier. I think they're the same the same player. The difference is, is that Jerry Judy is, what, three years younger or something like that? Because, what, DJ Moore just turned uh, – he's 25. He'll turn 26. So, two years younger. And you have to think with a competent coaching staff that Russell Wilson will. Yeah. Speaking of short or small sample sizes, Russell Wilson with three out of his last four games with 24 or more points. If I'm doing a startup, if you're doing a startup, where are you taking him? Are you taking him in the second round of a startup? Or are you trying to hold till the third? Jerry he probably won't be. No, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. I'm not drafting Russell Wilson in the startup. He would have to fall to me. He would have, I would have to have no choice but to take Russell Wilson. Yeah, you. That's that's right. You'd rather take quarterbacks who don't have, you know, who will be out of the league in two years. Uh, Russell Wilson is, just, you know, he always fades down the stretch, and he didn't fade this year. Of course, oh, yeah. he started yeah, out right. faded. The league winner this year, right? Started out <laughs> faded. Yeah. Is he thirty four? Thirty four. So he's got what four or five more years. Quarterbacks are making it to forty relatively easy. I mean, Rodgers is going to be forty. Aaron Rodgers, but he's I'm not sure he plays again. I know everybody's been talking about it, but you saw that thing where Jamison Williams asked Williams asked for his uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and he's like I'm, I think I got to hold on to this one. Uh, that doesn't sound like a guy who's like yeah go ahead I got I got another seventeen of these to earn next year. Unless he just didn't feel like dealing with the jersey swap he's probably like nah you know he's a weirdo like that too you know so that was one head coach that affected a quarterback that is now gone the head coach uh-huh. what about the other head coach that just got the axe and his quarterback or former quarterback you talking about cliff kingsbury here i am kyler murray baby i have a question for you okay kyler murray or deshaun watson Man, if it wasn't for the ACL, this is easily Kyler. I think I still want Kyler. I was thinking about that trade today because I have Kyler in a couple of leagues still. But I don't want him anymore. So I was just throwing around some ideas in my head, and I was like, hmm, Kyler for Watson. I wonder if I I wonder if I would have to if I could get something on top of the Watson because he's just looked dreadful. Again, he had a nice final game of the season, but still. You would need something on top of Watson for to get rid of Kyler? I would absolutely need something on top. 
Because here's the deal when I think about Deshaun Watson is he didn't play for two years, basically. How long is it going to take him to break that, to knock that rust off? Does that rust ever go away, or is he not quite the same dude? You know, if he's the same dude, you just take him and go. But there's the risk that he isn't. Whereas Kyler, even in bad years, is scoring 21, 22 points a game, you know? So, so you, wait a minute. So you think Watson, who has suffered no injury, his like psyche is going to keep him from becoming a back to his Deshaun Watson self? Well, I think that missing two years of football can affect somebody. You don't think that missing two full years basically is a problem? I mean, he went through the motions. I mean, he went through practice. He practiced with the team in the preseason. He played in those preseason games. I mean, I, f- I figured they, they knew coming in. Again, this is like our Jamison Williams conversation last week. You know, you were like ready to kick him to the curb because this I'm guy's still ready to kick him to the curb. He sucks. I don't know, man. Jamison Williams, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray doesn't suck. You think he's no. going to be good without King, Kingsbury, who was wanted to draft him when he wasn't even a head coach? Yeah, right. Maybe he'll start running some more again. You know, so so you would take Kyler, who is going to have coming off an ACL, is going to have a brand new coach and GM, so a brand new regime coming in. Sure. And Watson, who they have just given, they've Watson's going to be in Cleveland until he's not. Right, right. So I don't think that either of them matters, like a regime coach, none of that matters as far as those two go because they both have contracts. So it's not like either of them is going to be cut and and gone. You know what I mean? Right, but Kyler might not start the season, and you got Watson starting the season. So does that affect your win now? That that does. That's what I'm saying. Like if when you're looking at it, when you first asked the question, I was like, man, I don't know because because of the ACL. But I think I'll just try and find some a QB three that I can plug and play, you know, a Geno Smith or something like that for the first six, eight weeks and then throw Kyler back in there. I just don't know. I know what Kyler's floor is. I don't know what Deshaun Watson's floor is right now. I have no idea. I, I don't know if he's a 17-point quarterback or if he can go back to that 24, 25-point-a-game guy. I have no freaking clue. See, I think he can. Again, he's just rusty I, playing I on a brand say, new I team. Say I don't think he can. I just don't know if he will. He can, but will he? I have no idea. Another season under his belt. This nice way he'll be taking part in all, everything. This this there's no with no suspension involved. Let's see what the trade finder says. What is Kyler being moved for in dynasty leagues these days? The dynasty league football. Trade finder. I'm going to sort this because I, I I took a peek at this earlier, and when I put 14 team, it gave it gave me some nice some nice ones. So Justin Fields or Kyler Murray, Cooper Cup. Justin Fields or Kyler Murray and Cooper Cup. Oh, that's so easily like that's a smash on the Kyler and Cooper. Cup. Oh, absolute smash. <sighs> Two injured guys. Yeah, but when when they come back, uh, you just won the league with those two guys. You, are you, what about a uh, a twenty three first or Kyler Murray and James Cook? A twenty three first. It's a twenty three round one pick. I don't know which one it is. I don't care if it's the one hundred one. Kyler. Really? All right. Here we go. It was just, we just talked about this? Kyler Murray, Najee Harris, or Deshaun Watson and Cam Akers? Kyler and Najee. Ooh, I like Watson. Oh, God, Acres, man. Fucking Acres. No, Acres is another one that, you know, when you put him on the show list and show sheet or whatever, now that yeah. now that we're in the midst of this conversation, it's like, should we just touch on on Acres right now? Here's one. I, I mean, there's no way you can go Kyler here. Kyler Murray or Trevor Lawrence? Yeah, I guess I guess T Law. <laughs> looked really good at the end of the season. Nice. This is, oh, man. If they're both healthy, I want Kyler. But they're right. going what do you think of this one? Kyler Murray or Kenny Pickett, I'll just say in a 23 first. There's Wandell Robinson in a fourth. So picking yeah. in a first, yeah. When you when, when, I, when I break it down that way, it looks a little it looks a little grosser. Yeah. Kyler. Uh, Kenny Pickett doesn't move the needle for me. I mean, it also matters where these 23 firsts are. Kenny Pickett and the one two for Murray? Or Murray? Murray. I want Kyler. Ah. And I love CJ Stroud. That's my that's my one oh two. In case everyone hasn't heard it. I've been 
scream from the mountaintops for the last eight, ten months that CJ Stroud over Bryce Young. So Dak Prescott or Kyler Murray? Uh, I'll take Kyler because again, I think I can squeeze a QB three into that spot for the first six eight weeks. And then I know I'm getting a better player, a better fancy player at the end of the season. This is a strange one. Murray, Cooper Cup, Rondell Moore, or Cousins, Kamara, Tyreek Hill. Kyler Murray, Cooper Cup, Rondell Moore. So let's just say Kyler Murray, Cooper Cup, Cousins, Kamara, Hill. Okay, so let's go Cup and, and Hill and just say, okay, those are basically the same. Okay. All right. So we can scratch those off. So then you have Kyler versus Cousins and Kamara. I want Kyler. If you had Kamara this year, you know what I mean when I say I want Kyler. And he's going to miss the first. He's going to miss some time because of his off-the-field stuff, most likely. Kind of a little skirmish. Yeah, I mean, that's so. here's one that involves Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes, Stephon Diggs, or Jalen Hurts, Kyler Murray, and a 23-second. Oh, man. Uh, oh, give me Hurts and Kyler. Hurts, Kyler, and a second. To me, Mahomes if digs. someone came to me in HQ1 and took, you know, JT and this is a 12 Mahomes team. and gave me Hurts and Kyler, they can't give me Kyler because I have him. But that kind of package, I'd be like, okay, bye. See you, Mahomes. I'd do that. And that's a 16-teamer. Here's an interesting one. Well, that's, that's, that's a 12. These are all 12s uh, right now. I, I downgraded to the 12-team league to take a look uh-huh. at those. Murray, a 24 first. Trevor Lawrence, 24 second. Oh, give me give me Kyler. Well, Kyler in the first. That, they're really close to me. If they were healthy, it wouldn't be close. I would all take right. Kyler if they were healthy. All right. I mean, we could go on and on, but that's... I'm not out on Kyler like some folks are. Ruben's out, out. Yeah, I'm kind of out on him, too. I mean, he's like, I want nothing. You can have him. Just take him. He just wasn't like a, he wasn't like happy at all this season. He just I just saw some dude bitching and moaning the whole time. And then. Yeah, that's fair. Hmm. Yeah. Over Kyler at all. Do you want any of these running backs? Dobbins, Akers, even Najee with Najee Harris was playing around with his busted ankle earlier this year. You were out on him earlier in the year. I remember. Um, I was a little worried about him. I didn't sell him anywhere. Yeah, I sold Najee. I sold Najee. Um, got Travis Etienne back. That's fine. Um, I want Najee, and I think I might want Acres over Dobbins. Well, I mean, they both have looked ridiculous. Are I, you I, worried I, about I, what J.K. Dobbins looks like when? Lamar is under center. I mean, and I threw DeAndre Swift into this group only because he can't stay healthy either. Yeah, I'm out on. I'm, that's one guy I am totally out on. You don't want Swift at all? No, nothing. No, no, no. How no. would you rank Dobbins, Anchor, Swift, and Najee? I guess you're not putting Swift. Swift is dead-ass last for me. No kidding. Dead-ass last. Well, why do I want a guy that won't get more than seven or eight carries? Wasn't he a Georgia guy too? Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, but you don't like Georgia guys. You don't like Pickens. You don't like Swift. No, 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 no. Hold on now. <laughs> I was a Pickens guy pre-draft, and I still like Pickens, but the the role isn't there. I am a Georgia like Nick Chubb. I was all over Nick Chubb coming out over the Sony over Sony Michelle. Uh, there was a lot of things, but you know, I mean, DeAndre, I want, it's DeAndre Swift. Yeah, it's DeAndre Swift who got a total of what. How many carries did he get this year? 99 fucking carries in the entire – in 14 games. 99 carries in 14 games, Larry. He got a lot of touchdowns vultured. Pretty much all the touchdowns were vultured. Right. Jamal Williams gets 17 touchdowns. Like, I think uh, 16 of them I – mean, I don't know what I'm making this shit up, but 16 of them were from three yards or, or less. It was yeah. something stupid. Uh, yeah. No, Swift has 99 carries in 14 games. Yeah. Come on, man. Like, what do you do with that? I mean, I've got eight catches for 389. So he ends up with a little bit more than 900 all purpose, all purpose yards or total yards from scrimmage. I mean, hmm. not all purpose and eight touchdowns. And he's like RB 30 something, probably. I haven't looked. Hmm. back, PPR. Well, look at Jamal Williams. He's an RB1. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's because he actually stays on the field so they can trust him. They're like, you know what? We can give that guy the ball. And he's not going to fall apart. So they fed him to the tune of 262 carries this year. 262. 
Did you know he had a thousand yards? No, I didn't. Thousand sixty-six yards. Swift was Swift wasn't on the field. Best ability yeah. is availability. Yeah, a thousand sixty-six yards and seventeen touchdowns. 17. I traded him for I traded him for a second and was doing cartwheels. Jamal yeah. Williams, seventeen touchdowns, thousand sixty-six yards. I'm in. I'm in on that. You know what sucks? Is what? I wasn't watching that game. I had to go for a run. Squeeze a <laughs> run in. Hey, back and to I had running. My phone. Well, I listened to. I had the game, like the game on, and it's a little more. It's like two twenty-two left, and they had just gotten a first down, and deep, my phone died, and my head, oh. my headset just starts beeping at me. I'm like, oh, shit. It's the worst when you're running. And I was seven minutes away, and I was like, damn it, I am not going to get back to finish to get to the finish of this game. I walked in, turned the TV on, six seconds left. <laughs> Yeah. So I missed the end of it. Like, you know, I, I like to listen to to late games when I'm running. Like I'll go I'll go run for the second half or whatever. Start. I was sleeping. You slept through this through that game? The Packers game? Yeah. We're gonna call it the the Lions game from now on. Packer Lion. Packers. We're gonna Lion call game? it the Lions game. Just yeah. the Lions game. No, I was asleep. Screw the Packers. The second half. Oh, yeah, it was late. It was a long day. Oh, sleepy head. It's a long ass day, man. <laughs> was that? Was that Sunday night? Oh, Sunday, yeah. Last, last game of the regular season. Sam Howell, baby. What do you think of him? No, oh, come on, man. <laughs> I think Washington is still in search of a quarterback. Are and any of those quarterbacks that came out going to be anything? You mean the 2022 class? The 2022 class. The class that, that kind of shifted the quarterback market, perhaps in fu- for, for future classes as well. I mean... Are teams going to roll the dice on a on a waste of first round pick on a half ass QB like they like they've been? Because when you look at all the quarterbacks that have been drafted in the first round over the past like five years, track record really hasn't been that great. I think it's a precedent set, but I don't think it holds for very long. Three, four, five guys go in the first round this year. So that, you're going to have four or five guys go in the first round next year. Are you going to have three, four, or five guys go in the first round this year? This year, we got two guaranteed. You just right. start with the with the top five. You have two guys go, and then you got Will Levis. He probably goes in the first round. You got Anthony Richards. Yeah, we talked about those guys, but we were also talking about Matt Corral and you know even Kenny Pickett to a certain extent. And Malik Willis. Malik Willis was supposed to be the one hundred and one. That even even on draft day, yeah, during the live draft, it was like, is it going to be Malik Willis? And still. Now there's like I mean I just assumed he'd be the starter next season, but if I mean if they're trotting out Dobbs after like being on the team for a week or two, yeah, in such a, I, in, a, in a critical spot. I mean they just brought in a professional QB, backup QB instead of their their un- unleashing their rookie. Rest in peace, man. Look, it's the a guy third can, rounder, right? The it's guy could man. throw the ball, and there's no telling where it goes. There's literally no telling where it's going to land when he throws the ball. I mean, are they all like a, they're they're all Kyle Trask and Kellen Mond, all these guys? Well, I don't know about Kellen Mond. They're well, just, well, just just, quarter, they're just quarterbacks that just just like backup <laughs> quarterbacks, you know, just yeah, quarter, yeah. shit they quarterbacks that were drafted late. Yeah, they're they're all Stetson Bennett's. Yeah, except without the the college accolades. That said, they're trash. It just is what it is. The NFL told us they were trash. We didn't believe them, and they're still trash. I guess I'm not no trying reason. to acquire one. No reason either. to acquire any of those quarterbacks. No. I don't. If I wanted anybody, it would be Ritter, just because I'm a Falcons fan, mm-hmm. and I might want to get one Ritter. I have no Ritter. I have none of any of these guys. Yeah. I might have a Sam Howell buried on a bench somewhere. I'm not sure. I do have a Kenny Pickett in a 16 team superflex. I've got a Kenny Pickett. Oh, it's Tua and Trevor Lawrence. So Tua, T-Law, and Kenny Pickett, whatever. That team, uh, Ruben, I don't know what the hell I'm doing in that league, man. If you're listening, I don't know what the hell I'm doing with this team. It's not his night. Hey, little buddy. Colin making an appearance wide awake. There he is. Wide awake at 1135. This little shit, man. What up, dude? (sighs) Hey, Colin. So, you know, Larry, I'm I'm a little disappointed there's not like a blacked out tooth. On the, uh, <laughs> on the Zach Wilson. Yeah, yeah, I should be picking them apart as we go. Right, all right. Drawing a dick on his cheek. Sticking the sticking to the theme of of shit quarterback. 
But let's flip it over to the elite QBs. I mean, right. we got no interest in buying any of these crappy QBs that were drafted late. Right. They hold no value. Even Malik Willis is garbage. What's it going to cost, man? You are you you're you're selling the farm. I mean, you did just you did just get a, a Josh Allen, but you had you had a lot of uh, you had a lot of money in the bank for that one. Yeah, I had I had the the spare change laying around to go get him. That's tough because in a startup it is when you do it. You know, you just make that move. Like a few years ago, it was the I think two years ago. This is real popular. Send the you know the second and third rounder of your team for a first and a sixth something like that so then you get two first rounders and and uh, i'm laughing larry I, colin's gonna eat your mic larry's muted thank goodness because colin had his had the mic all in his mouth it's not how you do that little man you're gonna have to learn but you know that was the move a couple years ago but then if you ended up with well actually you know looking back the qbs they might be a little bit different order they're still strong you know, because you did it for, you know, Dak Prescott, Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson, Trevor Lawrence was like the back end of that tier. And they all held strong. Russell Wilson was the other one. that, And he was like a fringe guy. He wasn't even a strong QB1. But they're still like a, a tier of elite quarterbacks. And then another tier of guys that could be something. And then a bunch of shit. If you, if you want to say, and I'm not saying they're the exact same tier, but they're the elite high-end quarterbacks. With Allen, Mahomes, Burrow, Hertz, Herbert. And then I think the next tier is like the Lamar, Fields, Prescott, Murray, Watson, T-Law. At that point, that's QB 13. After that, and maybe Tua. I'll put Tua in there just because I love Tua. After that, it's like Trey Lance, Kenny Pickett, Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr, blah, 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 blah. Russell Wilson's down there. Man, Russell Wilson, QB 19 right now in DLF ADP in December. Where does the elite end? I think it ends. Like, if you're looking at the truly elite, it ends at Herbert at QB 5. Mm. As far as elite value. I'm not saying elite scoring, but elite value. And then we- the next little tier is Lamar mm-hmm. through Tua. Lamar, Justin Fields, Dak, Kyler, Deshaun, Trevor Lawrence, Tua. Are we talking like three firsts? For the first tier? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Allen, Mahomes, Burrow, Hertz, Herbert. That's those are that's a three first tier right there. The next tier is a two first tier, probably. Two first tier. Yeah. Would you two. give two firsts for uh Trevor Lawrence right now? Hell yeah. I'd give two firsts for Lamar in a heartbeat too. Yeah, yeah. Well Lamar is kind of at the top of that tier. Yeah. Two firsts for Fields? You doing that? Uh, yeah, no. it's tough, huh? Um, it's, listen, I love Fields and I love the hype and I love watching him run scamper for the like you know a seventy yard touchdown. And but these guys get banged up, man. They miss time. Yeah, you don't know which which hit's going to be the last one of the season, you know. So yeah. do I want to invest all the all of my draft picks? I mean, I'd like to maybe slip in a player or something, maybe. But I don't know. I mean, look again with Tua. You drop two first round picks on Tua, and then he gets hit in the head, and then he's he's getting. I mean, next time he dude gets a concussion, he's not coming back anytime soon. He's already not coming back anytime soon. But next year he gets hit hit on the head in the, in the first game. Right. Seeing him for eight games minimum. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a risk there. But again, like I said, with the whole Brandon Cooks thing, like. We can overreact and then lose value, lose out on value pretty yeah, quickly with that. I get it. So that's tough, man. I I don't have the. Uh, I'm too cheap to spend on an elite QB. I mean, I guess it all depends on the settings and how many how many spots do you need. If it's a deep league, I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, I, I like if like I'm going to start 13. Do I want to spend like two or three potential starters for one starter in a, in a league where depth is, is important. Yeah. You know, I don't regret that whole off season when I had a bunch of teams and did some uh, startups and ended up trading up to get into the elite 
range for two QBs. I don't regret that at all. It's uh, it's not uh, most of those teams haven't quite been productive. Struggle. They just. I mean, I definitely had you know slower starts to the to that league. Like the first year, those teams were a little bit slower, you know, progressing. But last year, I mean, all of them kind of popped off and. <laughs> It's because you can add those players later. <laughs> As Colin pulls the mic off, yeah, off yeah. like pulls the mic stand off. Not moved. <laughs> I was not on mute. <laughs> it wasn't that loud. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now Larry's holding his mic stand because he only got hold it. One free hand. Now he's going for the wires, man. We got it. We got it. <laughs> we should. Uh, we should talk about the 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 new in twenty three. Oh, come on, man! Give me a break. Come me come me some slack. We have, you know what, Larry? We can wrap this up. We have one big announcement to make. <laughs> so yeah, we got a big announcement. We do have a big announcement. Larry's been busy this week. Two thousand twenty three. Been. What I think you been working on, Larry? We're gonna launch a Patreon. Oh, Colin's excited about that. And um, I don't know, man. I really would like to get into all of the ins and outs, but this dude is wrestling me, man. Well, let's just say, okay, so we're going to have a couple tiers. The Patreon link is already on our, our Twitter, in our Twitter bio. It's already right. there. Oh, it's on my, twi- my Twitter bio as well, FF Larry Monkey. Oh, Colin's not a fan now. of the Patreon page. He's not. <laughs> yeah, you know why? Because he knows that you're now going to be spending more time talking fantasy football. Instead of hanging out with him. That's what it is. He's upset about that. Oh, boy. Three, two, one. (laughs) And thanks for listening to the Dynasty Hot Sauce Pod. Yeah, dude. This has been a train wreck ending for sure. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Hot Sauce Pod. You better be so happy you're in the basement so that your wife can't hear that shit.